Hey everybody, Matt Knotts from the Anomaly Presents podcast, inviting you to join us for the Anomaly Film Festival. It's our fourth edition, November 3rd through the 6th, at the historic Little Theater in Rochester, New York. We've got so much great stuff for you. Tons of films you've never seen before. One you may have seen before, but never quite like this. That's Friday the 13th, 3 in 3D, amongst many other great surprises. It's the Anomaly Film Fest, anomalyfilmfest.com, November 3rd through 6th. We'll see you there. Not to be confused with the nudie, which is a ravioli without the noodle on the outside. It's just the I feeling. thought that it was a kind of suit. Or a magazine. Yeah. I have way more nudie magazines than I do nudie suits. Yeah. I wish I had a nudie suit. I'm too fat for a nudie suit. Me too. Why are we doing this before we're recording? Let's do the I show. I don't know. Yeah, let's do the show. I feel good. Hello there. I'm an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKenneth Blue. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to your buddy's little beer podcast, the Beer Review Journal. I'm just happy to be acknowledged. And your name is? McKenneth Blue. Yeah. You know what? I think we do a pretty good job. I'm Matt Knotts. So for those that don't know, um, if you haven't listened to it already, please, please do yourself a favor and go listen to uh, the Will Cleveland episode of Food About Town that just dropped a couple weeks ago uh, with Chris Lindstrom and uh, Will Cleveland. It's actually a very, very good podcast uh, done by a, a well-respected podcaster, multi-award winning uh, podcaster. He's got so many best podcasts in Rochester awards. He doesn't even put all of them up in his recording studio. Do you want to know something about Chris Lindstrom and the Food About Town podcast? It's won so many awards that City Newspaper has actually done away with the best podcast category one year after he didn't win it. I know. It, it's astounding. They gave it the, to, you know, they gave it to the other food podcast one year and then we're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, we're, we're done with this year. But uh, yeah, it's it's a great interview. They, they talk a lot about uh uh, uh, craft beer, the Rochester beer scene. You know, they're not biting narsties at all. No, because they're actually like educated and, and yeah, informed. no, they, they they know what they're talking about. And there wasn't one dick or fart joke. I know. I, I was sitting there waiting the whole time. So so good on them. It it really is a, a good show. It's a, it's a lot of fun to listen to. I, I was being sincere. It's a great and episode of uh, a great podcast and everybody should go take a listen. I agree. Especially if they like the parts of this show where we pretend to know what we're talking about. You can go listen to two guys who actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. I think we could probably hang with Will. Well, I, I think we could. I know we could hang with Stromy. We've done that in the past. But yeah, so many times. At some point in the future, I'm sure we could hang out with Will. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll try to make that happen. Yeah. We will try to make that happen. But now he's not going to do the show. Now he's not going to do the show. <laughs> he, he heard that joke and he was just like, nope. Nope. He has too much self-respect for that. <laughs> 
Oh, speaking of Will Cleveland, here here's a good segue. Our first beer tonight uh, is by. Uh, I'm probably not speaking out of turn. We'll we'll talk more about it with him. I'm sure when we have him on. But one of his favorite breweries, the Genesee Brewery of beautiful Rochester, New York, our hometown. Well, my hometown. Yeah. You weren't born here. I was not born here, but I was raised here. We were born in Dublin, Georgia, home of Dr. Pepper. Um, mm, no. I love that. I just keep going back to that, and it's unsubstantiated at best. It, it, it's it's verifiably false unsubstantiated at best (laughs) so we're drinking the brand new the first beer in the genesee brewers series a a series of beers uh uh, i i I think do do you have the details on this mckenneth i thought you did the the research on this i'm sorry what you didn't do the research on this uh uh i i looked at genesee's social media accounts okay so what is the brewer series do you know uh they didn't really go into it much at all, but this is the first one. I see. Well, I thought you did the prep this week. Uh, no. Oh. I, I to, in my defense, if if Twitter's to be believed, or or maybe it was Instagram, even Will Cleveland got scooped on this one. I guess. I'm just saying he is normally like on top of everything, and he was like, "Wait, what is this?" Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, this must have been top secret. I mean, they, they showed the cans coming down the line and uh, didn't say what it was. The The video was, you know, the cans were moving too fast for you to really get a good look at it. It was a real Laverne um, and Shirley moment. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of, you know, gloves went by waving uh, on top of the cans. Um, it was really fun. We, we kind of speculated between ourselves. Luckily, we didn't put it on social media to be ridiculed later. Uh, yeah, but, but McKenneth and I were texting each other as want we do because we do speak to each other outside of the show. Shockingly enough, we are friends in in real life. This is true. Um, so we're texting each other like, I wonder what this is. And for a moment, McKenneth was like, I th- I think it's a cake flavor. So so I was speculating that possibly it was a a carrot cake porter or stout. You know, well, they for, they but, Genesee said something along the lines of it's it's based on a cake. Interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting to kind of put that to the the test and, and see if that's if that's something. Um yeah. So, uh we've kind of been vamping here while I while I did the research that McKenneth committed to doing before the show. Um there's a new line of premium beers that Genesee is uh, is releasing and this is the very first one. I'm lying. We McKenneth didn't commit to doing anything. I'm just trying to shit on him for no reason. We're, we're trying yeah. to be dynamic here this week. Oh, okay. It's uh, Matt shits on his partner week. Oh, this week. <clears throat> it's inspired by a, well, a website I just found. Fourteen ninety five a month. Jesse Brewer series will feature premium beers released twice annually in limited quantities. Each beer style will be handpicked by Genesee's brewing team, selecting styles that they enjoy drinking and don't often make in the larger brewery. So this first one is the Imperial Stout uh, that Genesee has made. Uh, Matt James, the Genesee brewmaster, said, We want to create something big and bold for the colder months, and Imperial Stout is one of my personal favorites. This beer really showcases what we can do. It's a high-quality beer made with the best ingredients. We are very proud of it. So um, what do you think? Should we dig in? I, I think we shall, because there is no canned copy, but we can crick, 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 crick. There's no can copy, but I do have a press release in front of me. I'm unstoppable. Ooh, it's crispy. Crispy. Uh, and I, I'd like to make it known that I am pouring it into my commemorative Tis the Jenna season. Ooh, I'm going to mic this because it sounds good. Uh, so I'm pouring it into my commemorative Tis the Jenna season, Genesee 2017 Brewing Company uh, Christmas 
goblet that I was given by a former employee of the Genesee Brewing Company. Oh, um, that was very nice of them. To make it very on-brand, um, it's going to be a good pour, too. I'm going to do this nice. I'm going to get us some social media attention on this one, because I'm making it look, look sexy. I'm doing my usual bullshit. I, I'm also kind of, I, I'm, I'm a little egotistical tonight. I'm in love with the way my voice sounds tonight. Yeah, you, you sound like you just woke up from a nap. It, it sounds good. It sounds like you want to bring in the girls. I, I, bring in the girls. I feel like I could give Will Arnett a run for his money right now. You got to keep him tight in the tuckus. I could uh, really, uh, really give Will Arnett a run for his money. Uh, which, which particular unpowered superhero of the evening are you? Uh, Durflater Mouse. I see. I said Durflater Mouse. Durflater Mouse. Does anybody remember Durflater Mouse? Anybody at home? Anybody Spoon. at home? Spoon. Second free beer on me, if you can tell me. What what show? You already ruined it. You said Spoon. What the fuck? I'm trying to get well, some. I'm engagement. talking about my, my second favorite indie band. I'm trying to get some engagement here. And you're just yeah, but the last person who got a beer is your brother. <laughs> well, if someone other than my brother listened to the show, it would be a different story, huh? <laughs> hey, at least 18 people listened to the last one. It's true. Um, so I'm gonna, so let, let's, uh, let, why don't we take a sip of this thing? Let's do it. We've been sitting here gabbing about it. Let's do it. Well, I'm taking this lovely photo for our social, so, for the social meds. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to send this across to you. I'm very proud of it. Okay. I, I can't wait to see it. It's going to go out on the, the social meds a little later today. Oh, it's a dick. No, that was the first one I sent you. Wait for this one. It's coming now. Oh, oh, oh my, my bad. The other one will be coming later. Okay. Ah. It's a very stupid show so far. I'm proud of us. I'm always proud of us. Did you get it? We're the best. We're the best show. We are the best show. That's why City got rid of the uh, best podcast. They were afraid we'd win. Yeah. It'd be like the end of the Matrix. We'd win and then fire ourselves out of a phone booth into space while Zach's at De La Rocha screamed. Wake up. Wake up. Dude. Man. That series really should have just ended right there. That, yeah, yeah, because like I, I watched that not long ago, and it ended, and I did a backflip off my couch. I'm 300 pounds. I shouldn't do a backflip off anything, but I did. Yeah. And then I watched the second and third one, and ooh, boy. Uh, and then you tried to watch the fourth one, and it was like, get your tongue out of your cheek. Uh, there's a fourth one? There's no fourth one. Uh, uh, so, yeah, no. Genesis Imperial Stout. Have you we? had this yet, Matthew? I... I I had a sip the oh, other okay. night, but I'm excited to get into a whole one. Mm. Ooh. I also can't wait to get into a whole that is very, one. That is very good. Uh, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. So here's what I'm enjoying about it. Tell me. It's got... Tell me, tell me, tell me! That's about as much of that as we can do before we have to pay royalties, so I appreciate your restraint. So it's a, uh, it's not a very heavy stout. Um, it, it's very light-bodied for a stout, I would say. Yeah, it, it's surprisingly light bodied for a stout. But, and here's what it's I'm going to say. It's like you. very. <laughs> here's what I'm going to say about it. Okay. I don't want it to be any heavier than it is. No, I don't either. Because here's my here's my problem. And, and this goes back to episode when we did Old Rasputin. Mm-hmm. That shit pours like motor oil. Yes, it does. And it's um a little difficult at times to get down. It's rude to the organs. It is it is rude to your everything. Um, this is quite enjoyable to the organs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get a nice uh, coffee punch up front. Yep, I get a lot of dark chocolate, like a lot of like 80, 90% cacao. cacao. Um, it's nice. It's roasty. Here's, here's where I envision myself with this beer. Picture it, if you will. 
not Sicily. My backyard. Picture it, if you will. My backyard. We've got a nice fire pit. For your consideration. The the leaves are, are down off of the giant maple tree, crunching underfoot. Not around the fire pit, because we don't want my backyard to be a giant inferno. Just a medium-sized inferno. You know, a comfortable inferno. Not a towering inferno. A nice autumnal inferno, which is my favorite death metal band, by way, by the way. Autumnal mm. inferno. So Absolutely. So you're just sitting there out on, on, on your, your favorite camp chair, maybe the one that rocks a little bit, or maybe just a bench. Sitting by a nice fire, it's about 55 degrees, maybe maybe 50, 45, depends on how nasty you want to get. So you're sitting there, you got one of these in your hand, you're just watching the fire, hearing the crackle. Maybe you got a little speaker out there and it's just playing the tragically hip at kind of a a, a, a respectful volume. Is it is it uh, 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 Bob Cajun? It, it is, in fact, Bob Cajun. Okay. My, my favorite song about a man named Robert from Louisiana. Oh. You like that? I like that. It was fine, so, actually. So you're just sitting there, and there's a nice fire. It's just a nice, quiet moment. You're just enjoying autumn. It's a nice, crispy, crispy, enjoyable evening. And I think that's what's nice about it. Yeah, I, I picture all of those things, except I'm inside, and, and it's a fireplace instead of a, a campfire. See, look, see. And I'm sitting in a, a leather chair in uh, with a, a, a tome of uh, spooky stories. Ah, and uh, like wayside stories from from prior fireside school. No, actually, uh, my my wife uh, just picked up a a three pack of the scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Uh, for me. Yeah. From Ollie's for they were five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars for all three. Uh, a steal at twice the price. Screaming deal. Yeah. And um, not that I didn't have them already. Right. Uh, growing up as a child, but those are probably somewhere buried in my parents' basement. Yeah. Um, and you know what's fun about the uh, the scary stories to tell in the dark books? Making your children wet themselves. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was going to say the uh, the the nightmarish illustrations. Yeah. Um, that they replaced temporarily. They did? Yes. Uh, there was a, a brief period of time where there were new illustrations, but the backlash was so swift and so righteous. As it should be. That they, they went back and, and put the uh, the old nightmarish illustrations back in. Good. Um, Good. And for, for a second, I was like, because it was a movie tie-in uh, three-pack. Ah. You know, that was $5 ah. at Ollie's. Ah. Um, I was like, eh, I don't know. Is it going to have the new illustrations? I'm here to tell you it had the old illustrations. So it was a good buy. And I did read one of the stories uh, from the first one to uh, Amelia at, at bedtime a couple nights ago. How'd that go? It was fine. It was actually from the last section of the book, which I don't know if you remember. Uh, the first section is called like, ah! and it's the ones that ends end with jump scares. Yes. Uh, and the last section of the book is like, Ah, and it's the ones that are like funny at the end. Yes. I so I, yeah, I read her, uh, wait till Martin comes, Ooh. which, uh, yeah. Good and creepy. Well, it, it's the one where, um, the, the old man it, it gets caught in the rain. So he, uh, goes into a cabin that he happens to find Yeah, and, uh, he's getting warm by the fire and he falls asleep and he wakes up. There's a little cat there. Yes. He's like, Oh cool. There's a cat. And um, as you then do. he falls asleep again uh -huh. and, he, and he wakes up and there's a cat there that's as big as a wolf. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, that's weird. And then the cat's like, ah, should we do it? And the other cat's like, well, let's wait till Martin comes and so on and so forth. Bigger and bigger cats until the old man runs away and he says, uh, tell Martin I couldn't wait. And that's the end of the story. And then what happened? Uh, Nothing. 
Nothing? No, that, that's the end of the story. It's kind of anticlimactic. He blinks out of existence. It's like, it's like, it's like riding a bus until the last stop. Yeah. And then it just goes back to the first stop again. Hey, did you ever hear that story when it was, uh, wait until Charlie comes on the, uh, Alfred Hitchcock presents, uh, album from, I think it was like the 1960s. Uh, no. Are, are you not aware that there's like a children's story time, like spooky stories album presented by Alfred Hitchcock? I am not. Now that's all I want. Oh my God. You need to look it up. You're not kidding. <laughs> yeah. Children's stories, Alfred Hitchcock, huh? Yeah. I forget uh, what the name of the album is. I, I bought it on iTunes because I grew up listening to this thing. It's fantastic. Children's stories, Hitchcock. Pardon me while I Google. Do me a favor and just do the rest of the show while I just idly look through my phone. Oh, it's Ghost Stories for Young People uh-huh. by with, by Alfred Hitchcock. Um, he uh, he's basically the crypt keeper of the uh, the album. My name is Alfred, and I'm delighted to find that you believe in ghosts too. After all, they believe in you, so it is only common courtesy and politeness to return the favor. Is that one? That is the one. The very same. Interesting. It looks awesome. It was one of my favorite things to listen to as a child and still listen to. Um, lots of, you know, great, uh, basically folk tales. Yeah. Um, I, I think almost all of the stories in that uh, actually show up in slightly different versions in the uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark series. That would make sense. Yeah. That's so, probably- yeah, he comes in, he does the intro to the stories, and then, you know, they're... Uh, told by somebody else, and then he comes back in between and stuff. It's uh, it's a great little listen. You should try it. And goes, ooh, very scary. Well, no, he's down in a basement that has uh, got a leaky pipe, and he's trying to collect it all, and eventually it gets up to his neck, and he can't proper Wow, King Charles is back. That is really interesting. You know what? Speaking of King Charles, I got a lot of compliments on that last episode. They were really surprised that we were able to get King Charles. Yeah, I, I was... As surprised as anyone. So nice job booking that. You know, you you just you ask every once in a while, and sometimes you get, um, you know, famous comedian twins. Yep. Other times you get, uh, you know, a guy who's been king for like two days. Actual literal royalty. Yeah, that was impressive. I was impressed with myself, as you should be. I, I, you know. So the Genesee Imperial Stout. Yes. As you drink, what do you feel about it? Uh, I'm trying to let. I, it- Get a little warm, see if there's any other yeah. notes. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I get a lot of coffee. I get, as you said, a lot of um, <clears throat> cacao. 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 Um, there's a pleasant, sweet uh, laser beam going through the uh, the end of that. Um, there's, uh, there's a lot to love here. And you know what? It, it's a rich and complex beer um well worth the 13.99 price of admission yes it's it's very nice very evil um very dark it's the perfect beer for the halloween season i'm trying to pop you and you're just not doing it i I know you've been trying for a while yeah with with that little danhausen uh midsummer uh guy this one and it's yeah yeah, is what what is that supposed to be on his head? Uh, no, you're right. It's it's midsummer. Oh, it's midsummer. Yeah, it's his little flower crown. Oh, okay. Look at his little hands. No, they're they're great. See? Yes, he's wonderful. I'm just trying to let the show flow naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's cooler. Yeah, but mine looks like gingerbread. It does look. Is that a Christmas Thor? Yeah, it's a Christmas Thor. 
Oh, look at his little crystal meth ha- hammer. He's a bobblehead. In a weird mood tonight. <laughs> Apparently. In a weird mood. In a weird mood. Mm. Joe Biden's trying real hard to get reelected, huh? <sighs> I guess. Did you see what he announced today? No. Uh, he's expunging or pardoning everybody with simple marijuana possession. Oh. Is he legalizing it? And he referred it to the Attorney General and HHS to take a look at uh, rescheduling. Oh. So far, he's, he's tried to, to uh, give some people some student loan relief and, and, and legalize weed. And um, he's really gripping. Like, Dark Brandon's really trying to hang on tight. Good yeah. for him. Do it. Good for him. I, I hope he runs again. I hope he wins. I hope we have an 87-year-old president. Here's the thing, Matt. <laughs> I don't like the guy very much, but he's still better than the last fucking guy. Now, here's the thing. I I didn't say that he wasn't. Uh. I'm just very impressed at at how much he's trying to get done just to to stay in office so he can possibly, you know, die in the Rose Garden. Hey, we can only hope. Just eating a Allegedly. I I, I look forward to the, the sixth year of his presidency where he's just in a bathtub full of chocolate chip ice cream, barely remembering his name. Linda? No, Linda! You're, no, you're, the, you're the president, sir. Linda! Yep. Yep, we got it. So, yeah. So that's cool. That's a fun thing that's happening this week. Yeah. What else is going on? Oh, uh, let's see. Um, I don't know. You got your Halloween stuff up yet, man? I don't know. What? It, it, that wasn't an I don't know. I, I don't have anything up. Here, here's the thing. I, I, I I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not an outside decorator. Mm. I do not decorate outside. Do you decorate inside? Internally. Oh, like in your heart? Yes. Jesus Christ. Yes. Okay. Well, this has been a fun uh, diversion. My my insides are just coated in candy corn and and, and pumpkins and skulls, of small mammals. Okay. It's it's how I I celebrate the season. All right. Did you decorate we, uh, for Halloween? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, actually went to to the Home Depot today and got some new lights for the uh, the, the front of the house there. I saw that giant. I know you did giant floodlights, and I don't know that your your neighbors are really going to enjoy that. Well, especially not when it starts calling them cocksuckers. Yeah, it's giant screaming floodlights. With, it's just it's, with, with the voice with the voice of Gilbert Gottfried, and it's really something to it. It was something to behold. You're all a bunch of fucking cocksuckers. I, you fucking cunts, get away from my goddamn house. We're now into the unlistenable portion because I'm doing this weird high pitched voice. I don't know why, and you're doing a, a serviceable uh, Gilbert Gottfried. It's way better than <laughs> my Gilbert a, Gottfried. It's not very good. It's better than mine. Oh, you know. I'm Gilbert Gottfried. See, I can't. No, no, it's like he's in the room with me. See, there you go. Yeah, you do a good job. It's the it's the one voice I do. Oh man, I wish I could um, do voices. I really do. Did I ever tell you the the story of the one thing I did when I was a kid that that made me feel like extra special that I could do a voice? No. This will surprise you. When I was a kid, I was real into the police academy movies. No. Yeah, I was a police academy kid. So you were like, hey, man, I want to be a police officer. No, I wasn't Jim Ignatowski. That was tr- that was Taxi. That Was that supposed to be Bobcat? Yeah. Like every kid, I was into uh, Motormouth Winslow. Mm. Uh, so we were on a, a flight to Walt Disney World in uh, beautiful Orlando, Florida, on a McDonald 88. Anybody know what a McDonald 88 is? Put your hands up. I can't see them. Why bother? Why'd you do that? You're weird. Um, so the the seatbelt noise, the chime, the boom noise, mm-hmm. 
when I was 11, I could do it perfectly. And that was the most exciting moment of my life when we landed at, at MCO and the plane was still moving and it was a small enough plane that I went boom. And everybody unbuckled their seatbelts and started to stand up on a moving plane, and the pilot had to get on and yell at them for getting up. <laughs> it made me very happy. I was like, I'm just like Motormouth Jones. <laughs> in my in my hot pink jams that were yeah. supposed to be baggy, but I had real big thighs, so they were kind of tight. <laughs> yeah. Your starter jacket that would normally look like, you know, a fucking deflated balloon around you just looks like a sausage casing. Yep. Oh, here comes Matt. I made the plane noise, guys. You all fell for it. Here are my glasses. I look like a serial killer with a bowl cut. It doesn't smell in here. Oh, yeah, my folks got me some meat, and I guess it went bad. I'll take it out the first thing in the morning. Joe Parra, Portrait of a Serial Killer, now on Netflix. Yeah, that, that new uh, season of Joe Parra Talks with you is real weird. You know what I, it is? I mean, I'm... Uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm glad that somebody picked it up, but, you know. Yeah. What I find weird about the, the Dahmer show uh, are the amount of posts on social media talking about how much they want to fuck Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, why is that surprising? It's concerning. I mean, how many... You listen to enough true crime stuff to know that all these serial killers, they have so many groupies. Yeah, I know, but I don't need to see them in their faces. Like, You know I what guess. I mean? Like, yes, Charles Manson had an entire harem of people coming for him while he was rotting in jail. I didn't have to see their faces. I this is to, true, but I didn't now have it's to, the social media era. I didn't have to see them doing like funny TikTok dances about how much they wanted to fuck a serial killer. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. I guess so. He's a man who poured boiling water into a drilled out hole in somebody's head. Yeah, but you know, I, have you ever thought about it from his side where like, you know, he just, he just wanted somebody to stick around. Yeah. See, there were a lot of people that just didn't stick around in his life and didn't. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know, sociopaths need need love too. Sure, but if that's your takeaway from the Jeffrey Dahmer show, because the the kid from the X Men movies in it, he's in the X Men movies, right? Yes, he was. I was quick silver. Ah, yeah, Silverman, got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah, maybe don't. Maybe don't. Maybe don't post thirsty videos online about how much you want to fuck the guy that drilled somebody's whole head and and poured acid in it. But he also, you know, did some really thoughtful preparations of those same people and presented them to his neighbors. That ter- yes, that's not better. It's not. No. Why is that? Here's better? the thing. Explain. Here's the thing, man. If somebody went to the trouble of like, you know, preparing, you know, people right. for me. Like I would feel rude not at least trying it. Can you imagine if I came over to your house and said, "Hey McKenneth, here's lasagna I made you." Oh, uh, well first does it have ricotta in it? Yes, Ted ricotta. I, I don't I don't like ricotta. Yes. I'm not going to eat it cuz there's ricotta in it. Ted ricotta from East Rochester's in it. Well, then I'm not going to eat it cuz I don't like ricotta. Yeah. Ted ricotta, Steve mozzarella. Mm, mozzarella is pretty good. Peter Meatball. But if, uh, say there was a, a a pulled Frank. James Italian sausage. That, w- that would probably taste pretty good. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not 100% opposed to trying people. Edward Noodleman. Yeah. that's Those are all my, my ingredients for my human lasagna. <laughs> now, speaking of slashers, man. You know, I here's the thing. Would you make your tomato sauce out of tomatoes at that point? Yes. What kind? Because otherwise it wouldn't be a tomato sauce. What kind of tomatoes? Roma. I don't know. San Marzano, you fucking animal. Jesus Christ. No, I would get that can of tomatoes 
at the Wegmans, the what, yellow can. What can. Okay. Now now we're talking. Now we're talking. Yeah. Speaking of serial killers, Matt, let's let's uh let's talk about slasher movies for a minute. I like slasher movies. So do I. I love them. They're, they're, it's basically all I watch at the end of the evening. Yeah. And it got me thinking, what if slashers were macro beers? What if slashers were macro beers? So so obviously Michael Myers, right, is Miller High Life. Is that right? It is. Well, how so? Um, just think about it for two fucking seconds and you'll see that Michael Myers is Miller High Life. You're putting a pretty big claim out there. How, so, how so if just think about that can and that beer. Oh, I'm thinking about that can. And then picture Michael Myers. Uh-huh. And there you go. But the can's white. Cream color, if you will. Kind of gold. There's no gold or white on Michael Myers. But just if he, Matt, can you just, you just, you just fucking go with me for two seconds. I'm going with the bit, but I want to know how you got there. Show your work. Because it was, it was just supposed to be a thing that was like, you were like, oh, all right, no, do, do, the do the next okay. one. Okay. No, but no, do the next one. What I was, no, what I was thinking is because like they, you know, Michael Myers is from like the seventies, and the High Life can is very seventies looking. And, okay, you know, it's like yeah, it's an original, and like he's an original. I get it now. I like it. I think it's great. That, that okay, that makes sense. So do the so, next one. So who would who would Leatherface be? Who would Leatherface be? Lone or Star. what would Leatherface be? Lone Star. Lone Star. Yeah. Just because Texas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Is that too lazy? I was going to say Coors Banquet. See, that's interesting. I, hmm, Coors Banquet. I could see it. I could see it. Because they're always eating. Yeah. Also, it's it's complex. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, you used to have to like really work to get it. Yeah. It was only in one place, and you could die getting to it. I think, yeah. I think Coors Banquet. Yeah, maybe. I like it. All right. Okay. Uh, Thank, thanks. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, do you have another one? Who, who do you th- what do you think um what about freddy krueger freddy krueger strikes me as a budweiser guy <laughs> that's actually kind of what i was thinking too yeah I'm not sure why just you know you know what it is what's that it's the can it looks like a sweater yeah sometimes it can just be simple like you don't yeah have to, yeah it's just it, you don't have to think about it too much no. it's, it's fuck, fuck it it's budweiser fuck it it's budweiser yeah. fuck it it's freddy here's the thing you think of slashers you think of horror movies who do you think of it's gonna be freddy freddy it's freddy you you, you would the the cool people the cool people will think it's michael myers highlight there yeah. you go it's the yeah. the hip choice right mm. so there you go but standard person hey i'm gonna go watch a watch a halloween movie uh, scary i'm gonna go watch a halloween scary and they're gonna say oh you're gonna watch a freddy i'm gonna say yeah and you know what i'm cracking open a buddy budweiser a, a bud heavy bud heavy yeah. yeah yeah see we're we're getting there i like it i like it so, right. so, so, may I? Okay. May I? Sure. All right. All right. Now, we just did Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Bud Light is who? I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch it a little bit. I'm gonna give oh, you a okay. beer, and you gotta give me the slasher. Bud Light. Hmm. Bud Light. Hmm. I mean, there's like one answer that I can think of. I'm excited to debate this now. This is a fun game. I like this. Hmm. Bud Light, huh? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to say Ghostface. Ghostface. Because you, you gotta have so many of them to to get to where you want to get okay interesting i okay and there's a a lot of different ghost faces true true you know where my head goes where jason Voorhees. really jason Voorhees for 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 a few reasons a few reasons right okay because we we've established right bud is freddy freddy Mm -hmm. is bud who comes with freddy well jason yeah jason right yeah uh uh-huh so when Uh when you think of a halloween scary it's going to be jason or freddy sure so you got to naturally have 
Bud and Bud Light, right? Mm-hmm. What's watery? Water, okay. Jason watery Voorhees. Grave. Yeah, Jason Voorhees. Bud Light. Yeah. And there have been 12 of them, I think, right now. Is that how many? Something like that? Ish. Uh, 12, yes. A dozen. Yeah. A 12 pack. There, It's a 12 pack. And a Bud Light, the first one kind of t- hits the spot. And then it's like... It, it changes based on how many you have. Some some are really good. Some are kind of rough. It, it just the fourth one on, is the best one. Depends on where you are in your head. I like the third one. So you know it's uh, yeah. uh, it, uh, so that's where my head goes. It's Bud Light. That, 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 that's fair enough. Yeah, I I feel I, like I would have I would have said PBR because of uh, the the fungal grossness and and Jason is like you know sort of mushroomy and gross. Yeah, but yours yours your Bud Light is also good. Yeah, and it makes sense. Ah, oh, so like, a fungal <laughs> gross serial killer, hmm. or, or like slasher guy. Who can I think of? Oh man, you know what? Victor Crowley. Ooh, okay. Now we're yeah, talking, like right? That. Now, now we're talking. Now we're, now we're cooking with uh, with uh, belt sander. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, so, yeah. Some of the best kills in the biz. Those movies. Oh my goodness gracious! Like, if it weren't for the fact that I'm trying to see as many slasher movies as I possibly can. Yeah, I might be putting on a, a Victor Crowley movie tonight. Yeah, the the Hatchet movies are no joke. I may still. I don't know. Yeah. Shout out to Josh. He he turned me on to those. Those are so fucking good. They're great. They are. Um, I've been watching like a lot of slasher movies lately, and well, horror movies in in general. Yeah. But um, a lot of uh, slashers. Where you come down on Slumber Party Massacre? Uh, the the original one. I, either or. So second one is just like, it's very weird. I love the second one. It's it's fun, but it's not like my favorite. Like the original one is, you know, obviously pretty uh, formative and, and fundamental for the uh, the genre. Uh-huh. But yep. um, I liked them both. They were fun. The thing I, I, I enjoy about the first one is that it's, uh, it's made by an acolyte of Andy Warhol. So it blows my mind. Yeah, that's true. If I remember right, that was a, a pretty early female directed uh, yep. R- slasher, right? Rita Mae Brown. Yeah. So Roger Corman hired uh, Rita Mae Brown from from Andy Warhol's crew to make a slasher movie, and that's what we got. It's excellent. And then Slumber Party Massacre too. Also, uh, female. I, I want to say a woman director. Uh, woman wrote it and uh you know who the driller killer is in uh, some party massacre too oh uh, well, i i i would have known recently like from watching the uh uh the uh the dead meat kill count of it but yeah. i have forgotten uh, oh it's somebody fun it's what? somebody famous's son it is somebody famous's son uh of, of little caesar's pizza fame that's right it's yes mike illich of little pizza little caesar's pizza it's his son attias the <laughs> The, the son of the man who paid for uh, <laughs> um, Rosa Parks, Rosa Parks's apartment for years yeah. and years and years. Yeah. One of the, the, the patron saints of Detroit. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's fun. And that, that's what I kind of like about that, that series for something that seems a, as buck wild as slumber party massacre. And it could be very like exploitative and, and dumb. Like there's a lot of interesting pedigrees that go into it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Also the, the reboot remake that came out last year is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, shout out. I to have not, massacre. I have not watched that one, but it's I will idea. have to check it out at some point. It's a good I, I'm just taking a look at, uh, the ones that I've watched over the last few months. Um, 
Black Christmas? Let's see. I have not gotten to Black Christmas oh, yet. Man. I know that is that is a, a bedrock slasher that I do need to watch at some point. Um, but Intruder? Have you ever seen Intruder? I have not. So it's a, a slasher that takes place uh, after hours in a grocery store. Okay. It it features both Raimi's. Oh, all right. Um, it's fantastic. Sam and Ma? Um, it's a joke for one person. Uh, yeah, I didn't get it. And it's not you. Um, it's not me. It's your brother. Probably. He'll, <laughs> he'll text us both <laughs> at some point on Saturday or Sunday, just like, ah, what's up, Josh? <laughs> um let's see glad to be here uh, to do your laundry <laughs> yes uh 2001 maniacs that was kind of fun That's with robert fun england one. yeah um i i always enjoy the ones that um have rednecks uh in them getting their what for oh, although yeah. that doesn't really happen in this one um let's see there's, yeah there's the whole i spit on your grave and all those those are they get some yeah those are those. those are kind of bummers though um the wrong turn movies are a lot of fun for that I would like to see those, but they're not on any of the streaming services that I subscribe to currently. Shocking. Uh, I did watch um, the the Hills Have Eyes and the remake. Yeah. Back to back. Yeah. Um, those were both pretty fun. Um, Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam is so fun. much fun. It's so stupid, but it, yeah. It is. Um, I, last night. I highly recommend if you haven't, check out the Joe Bob versions on Shudder. Oh, okay. Because they're so yeah, much I was, fun. I was watching on... Uh, on Amazon, I think. Um, a lot of these are Joe Bob movies. Yeah. Uh, Death Ranch. Have you heard of Death Ranch? No, sir. Oh, Goody? oh, my friend. It's it's interesting. Yeah. Um, it's it's a, a black exploitation, uh, cannibal know. horror. Okay. So it's basically uh, these three people. Uh, it takes place in the seventies. This uh, young black guy gets out of prison, and his uh, two siblings you know, pick him up and um, they go to like stay at this place kind of in the middle of nowhere yeah. in Tennessee and uh, come across this uh, KKK group uh, that are all cannibals. Awesome. Um, and then they proceed to, uh, to kill all of the cannibal KKK people. That sounds super interesting. It was great. I would watch. That. Um, and then vicious fun. That was another one that I liked a lot. That one is good. That one was very good. Hey, you know what? What's that? We should uh, go get another beer, and then we can come back and talk about cool horror movies. I think that sounds like a wonderful idea. And you know what else? Hmm. I've got an awesome song for the break. Okay. So here it comes. A dinner was served for three at Dracula's house by the sea. The orders were fine, but I choked on my wine when I learned that the main course was me. Waitress, a vampire named Perkins, was so very fond of small gherkins. While she served the tea, she ate 43, which pickled her internal workings. And we're back in the lab late one night when our eyes beheld an eerie sight. That was John Zacherly, better known as Zacherly, one, yeah. of, one of the all-time Supreme Horror hosts. Absolutely. 
I, I know that song. I don't know why I was thinking Bobby Boris Pickett. No, well, but well, here, here's the thing. Ready? What's that? What's that? Guess what Zachary did. It's going to surprise you. He had his own little ditty, his own rendition. Oh, yeah. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld a huge sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, they did the fuck. They did the monster fuck. He made them suck and fuck. Uh, Have you ever heard that? Has that ever come up in your CBB listening? No, it has not. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did blow my kid's mind the other night, uh, uh, letting him know that the Monster Mash is not actually the song "The Monster Mash." It's a song about another song called "The Monster Mash." Yeah. I can only think of two songs in in musical history that do that: "Monster Mash" and "Tribute" by Tenacious D. Yeah. What? What? Any other ones that you can think of? Hmm. Well, Hotel California is not about the Hotel California. It's about a guy staying at the Hotel California. I hate that song more than I've ever hated any song that's ever existed. Really? Really. What about the version by Gypsy Kings that's in the Big Lebowski? Eh, eh. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. I. Um, here's the thing. The Eagles? Mm, not for me. Thank you. I, I thought you liked the Eagles, Matt. The Philadelphia. I thought that Eagles. they were your favorite. The Philadelphia. Oh, okay. The Laurel Canyon the, Eagles. The Eggles. Can suck a butt. You yeah, like the Eggles? The Eggles, I, I love unconditionally. Lego, Lego my Eggles. Lego my Eggles. Lego my Eggles. Is that a? Is there a bumper sticker that says that? If not, there should be. There ought to be. You got to make that one. I've already made my this. These colors don't punt one. Great job. I actually haven't. Well, I need to. You're gonna have a really good bumper sticker site. <coughs> you know, when we think about, I've already got two. When we think about aspirations for, for McKenneth Blue, I feel like number one on the list is bumper sticker merchant. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's really a, a good goal for you to have. We we got my bills. We got my bills. These colors don't punt one. We got Lego my eggles. Uh, two down, 30 to go. I know. Packer, uh, you brought her, you Packer. There's no one you can have for free. Uh, Packer, I hardly even, hardly even know her. Yeah, there, there's uh, two for the, 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 the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. The the Green Bay Packers of the National Football League. By the way, that's a thing that I hate about uh football. What's that? Um beyond like the life-changing brain injuries. Um the fact that the announcers feel like they have to really put some gravitas on the fact that you're watching football by calling it the National Football League. Like Yeah. We get it, but fire an accused rapist, not us. I I I guess that handles like a bunch yeah just put that in whatever colors need be you know who could make 300 million dollars from being a an alleged sex pest you know where you can do that the national football league professional sports in general allegedly 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 Uh, allegedly there's no names there so it's fine fill in the blank fill in your own watch watch the headlines tomorrow morning i'll bet there'll be somebody new yeah uh so back to uh horror movies or should we do a beer is this I think a, we should we should, we should start a beer. Is this still a beer podcast? It is still a beer podcast. And check? you know what? Uh, we, we we should uh, throw a klaxon on because every time we have one of these types of beers, we should have a klaxon. Okay, let me see if I can find one. Klaxon, klax off the klaxer. Yeah. Klaxon, klax off the klaxer. He said to no one apparently. I enjoyed it. It's exactly what I was thinking. Well, I'm glad when I said klaxon, klax off. Uh, it wasn't just me speaking like a Western New Yorker. It, it was, 
clanks on. So here we'll we'll stop the show so I can I can workshop this with you. Is this one good? How how is that? I was thinking one? I was thinking more like the the. That one. That one's pretty good. Okay. How about? Subtly mm. different. It's so, I, I think I like the last one a little bit better. Okay, number one or number two? Mm, number one, I guess. Okay. Number one or number three? Number one. Okay. Number one or number three? Oh, but that's from Alien. That's from the Death Star. That one's also from a sci-fi movie, I know, but I can't place off the top of my head. Hmm. Hi, welcome to Sounds That Will Annoy Your Dog with Matt and McKenneth. <laughs> um, I don't know. The Nostromo one's pretty good, but okay, I think we've got enough to say. We've we've got a black IPA. It's a black IPA. It's a black IPA. Bippa time, folks. It's Bippa time. It's the most wonderful time of the beer. One most wonderful time of the beer. We could call this. That was not even close to anywhere on any sort of tune. Grip it and rip it, baby. If you want musical integrity in a podcast, listen to uh, Why Does This Song Stink? If you want people rambling nonsense while drinking beers, it's Beer Review Journal. There, There's courses for all horses. Is that a saying, courses for horses? It is now. I don't know if that's a thing. Somebody uh, somebody hit it, send us a message at, uh, at Drill on Twitter and let us know if that's a, a real saying or not. Boy, this is... Uh, is there a, is Cape Fear available on any streaming services currently? Uh, that's a great question. I, I, I guess I can be your mobile video store and find out. Could you Google that for me? I have never seen it. Yeah, you've never seen which one? The original is uh, Robert Mitchum or the 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 De Niro one? Interesting. Is it Robert Mitchum one's really good? Well, sure, but you know, allegedly it's on Prime Video. I'll have to take a look and see on the Amazon Freebie app. The Mitchum one is on Tubi. Mitchum Gregory Peck. Murphy Brown's mom. You know what? I have to say Tubi, even though it's interrupted by commercials occasionally, has a fucking phenomenal library. Yeah. 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 And it's all free. So highly recommended. If if you can stand being interrupted maybe three or four times by a couple commercials, well worth the time investment. Do you know what's on Tubi that I feel like you'd enjoy? Wishmaster? Are you familiar with the Andy Sedaris movies? Uh, Yes, I own a box set of them. Ah, so you do enjoy those. Yes, they're fantastic. My, my friend Laura. Hard Ticket to Hawaii is one of my favorite bad movies. My friend Laura keeps telling me I need to buy that box set. It's five fucking dollars, Matthew. She's not wrong. I do have to buy that box. Because uh, I, I personally uh, enjoy Picasso Trigger. I think that one's a goodie. Um, I like the, the Malibu Trigger. Yep. Um, love hard ticket to Hawaii. Hard not to. Um, uh, <laughs> that was one of those things where I bought it for five dollars and then saw another copy at the Walmart that I was buying it from, and I bought it for my friend Ben. Yeah, like sight unseen for him. And I was like, because at that point I had seen um the uh, the he's just a thrower scene from uh, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Uh-huh. 
and and I needed the context. Yeah. And I knew that my friend Ben would appreciates it. Yeah. So uh, I, I bought us both a copy of it, and then we started watching them together over a summer. They're, they're fun. I enjoy They them. are fun. There's going to be... Whole- there's got to be some night sometime in the future, like some nice summer night where we're all outside watching Hard Ticket to Hawaii, drinking tiki drinks, and it's going to be the best night of my life. This is true. Um, I, I want to be in on that episode of uh, Anomaly Presents for Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Yeah, well, that will happen. That can be your, your return after the last episode of Creep Show. It's a hard ticket to Hawaii. Featuring the, the, the snake in the crate, McKenneth Blue. It's not paradise all the time uh you know what else is on tubi that i really enjoy uh, uh the wishmaster series that you really want to talk about wishmaster do you want to take a minute and talk about wishmaster do you want to talk about the the andrew divoff dive off uh erver for a moment um <laughs> i watched the first here's the thing okay so we we know we, i've i've spoken previously about best b horror on instagram uh-huh I found another one called the terror detective on Instagram. All right. Very, very choice cuts of, uh, gore movies. Yeah. Um, specifically like the goriest parts of, of movies, which is great for me because that is what I, I thrive on. That's what you crave. Um, it's, it is specifically what I am craving currently. Um, so they had a post about Wishmaster. They showed scene where, uh, the the wishmaster makes the one guy crazy and he uh-huh. rips off the cop's jaw. Yeah. That's a goodie. <laughs> um I can't remember if it was the Wishmaster series or Faust where uh the Wishmaster guy it's the same actor uh but he turns a lady into a giant pair of boobs. <laughs> uh, no, that I think that was uh, uh Leprechaun 3 when he was in Las Vegas. Oh, that could be too. Yeah. No, that that was he made her butt big and her butt exploded. Yeah. Ah, exploding butts. Speaking of, we have a new beer. <laughs> yes. This is Lawson's. Lawson's finest liquids, big hoppy black IPA. Do you want, take, do you want to take the uh take the sip while I take the copy? Okie dokie. Lawson's finest liquids. Seven and a half percent alcohol by volume. This dark and devious brew reflects a resinous and sticky fusion of intense bitterness, big roasted barley flavors, powerful. Dank aromas made with huge additions of five hop varieties and seven malts to create a bold flavor profile. Lawson's Finest Liquids is a family-owned, award-winning brewery located in the picturesque Mad River Valley. Visit our brewery retail store and hand-hewn timber frame tap room in Waitsfield, Vermont. This is actually brewed in Waitsfield, Vermont. And McKenneth is, he's turned into Stevie Wonder playing Superstition. He took one Very superstitious. And he is playing air piano. Riding down the wall. Rocking back and forth. So is this a goodie? Oh, oh yeah, man. Um, This one is dank as fuck. The way you were just dancing was incredible. Um, I'm here to tell you, this one, this one gave me a, a little bit of a contact high. Not since Dakota gave us the uh, sweet water or when we did the episode of whatever that was, the, the other one that just tasted like bong water, mm-hmm. the sweet water X420. Like GA39 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That one. 13 month old baby. That one just yeah. tasted straight like weed, but this one, uh, very dank, very good. Very dank, very tasty, uh, very resiny. Um, yeah. oh, man. The, the Dan Housen of Black IPAs. This is just what the the doctor ordered. This is damn fine. Ooh, 
man, this almost makes up for that other Lawson's beer that you forced me to take in a uh, a craft pack at, uh, at Wegmans that one time that tasted like straight bar soap. The uh, the origins <laughs> of our friendship when I completely curated a, a six pack from a Kenneth and then made him pay for it. Yep. Not my finest moment. I, I am. <coughs> if memory serves, there were only two that were real dog shit. Yeah, Lawson's that, was a, well, a one of them. The Not this Super time. Session and something yeah, else. Like, it was like Super Session 7, and I forget what the other one was, but man, yeah. oh, man. But I think I also got you yeah, Dogfish 120 in there. So Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, oh, man, I just saw like uh, the, the Utopias thing. Yeah. Uh, the Dogfish Head Utopias thing is out again. Is it? Yeah. Might have to grab some of that. Yeah, that was real good last time. It was. I have some in the basement still. Ooh. <laughs> you know what it says on the bottle now? Huh. Uh, ages well or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So here, here's a trick for my friends out at the store. You probably already know this if you're drinking, if you're drinking and listening at home. So Dogfish Head will put out these high tests, um, usually stouts, the Worldwide Stout series. Um, the way you can tell you can put something in the basement from Dogfish Head is that it's got a bright yellow cap. Ah. It's got a bright yellow cap, and it's got like a high voltage icon on the cap. Those are the ones you want to put in the basement and let them kind of mellow out for a little bit. So Give me high! If we can, uh, if we can get our hands on that Utopias uh, for this year, probably grab one out, have another one to see how it is this year, stick them in the basement, and then uh, maybe next year when it comes out, we'll do a three-year vertical. Ooh, that'll be a fun show, and then we can uh, we can really find some like high-end guests like Chris Lindstrom to come in and uh, do a three-year vertical with us on the Utopias Worldwide Stout. <coughs> I think Chris did the Worldwide Stout with us this year with Utopias, didn't he? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know that we did that on the show. No, we might have just done it on our own, eh? Yeah, I think we just enjoyed that one. <laughs> What's wrong with us? We could have made content. <laughs> oh, man, missed out. God damn it. We enjoyed ourselves instead of making content. What's wrong with us? I know. Um, it's like like that time we were at your house and we drank a 22% beer. Yeah. And 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 just watched wrestling. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> like a bunch of fucking morons. Yeah, fuck us for enjoying ourselves. Ugh. What a bunch of dorks. Watched Orange Orange Cassidy beat up a bunch of guys. Yeah. Be real nonchalant about it. Oh god, what was that 22% thing? That was from um That was the uh, thing from Texas. That was from Martin House, right? The Yeah the crazy kind of white Russian thing. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I just remember not enjoying it. Yeah. Other than the fact that it was 22%. It was really it testing, was like, testing your limits. I think it tasted like bananas. It was, maybe it was supposed to be a white Russian. Mm. So who knows what that was, but yeah, shout out to Martin house and uh, my friend Alex, uh, formerly of Martin house. He's moved on to a, a different brewery. That's escaping me at the moment. Oh, so, so he's not making, Weird ass pickle beers anymore. He's not making pickle beer anymore. By the way, uh, shout out to Alex Kidd and the Don't Drink Beers crew, uh, who actually bought the twelve pack of the pickle beers to try on their their Patreon. Um, I don't pay for Alex's Patreon, so I don't know how it worked out. But I did try that that spicy as did you. Uh, not great. No, not great. quite bad. Yep. Um, I. I, I let him know that I, I I was told by the person that sent it to us, which may or may not have been Alex, that he had never drank it, but he did use it as a brine for chicken. Mm. Um, I still have a, a can or two in the basement of that, so I may try that at some point now that we're in the, the winter time or heading toward the fall. Evergreen show. Um, yeah, I've got a, a, a fried chicken recipe that uh, that would probably go well with. 
so maybe while we're we're still on the same side of the the week work-wise we can get together mm-hmm. and have ourselves a little chicken dinner mm. winner winner chicken dinner um yeah it's a uh god that yeah so mechanic yes have you watched the monsters yet I have not watched the monsters yet. You know what? I, what I, I I would. Did you enjoy the monsters as a child? I never really caught much of it. Like I I, I was more of an Adams family person. Hmm. Um, and, I'm I'm not opposed to watching it because I do enjoy a Rob Zombie movie. It's an interesting point and one that I, I'd love to know. Um, not that I'm just blindly looking for engagement in this show, but I'd love to know if there are two kinds of people. If there are Adam's family people and Munster's people or or people like me that that were monster family agnostic and just loved it all. Yeah, I, I did. I will say I do kind of like the Munsters more because that's more my my aesthetic. I do enjoy like a, a shitty rockabilly kind of thing. OK, so Dragulas and whatnot. Right. Like I kind of fall into the the, the Rob Zombie, you know, band mirrors at the, the local fireman's carnival. Yeah, I can be convinced into. I, I don't have to have a, a lot of convincing to be done to, for me to enjoy that. Um, I'm a, a scumbag adjacent. I feel, not not to steal that from Pat Finnerty, but uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. So as as that that description of me goes down, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the the monsters movie yeah it does what it needs to do. Here's my complaint about it. If I oh, were to have one, okay. Because Poe Body's nerfed. Is it that the Frankenstein's monster character uh, doesn't at any point go, excuse me, a what? Uh, no, it should see, be. See that? So part that of, that's a joke about how uh, Fred Quinn was actually Fred the Gwynn judge in in um, in my cousin Vinny in Pet Cemetery. But so, he also was Herman Monster. Okay. Nothing for the pet cemeteries. That mm. that that disappointed me. What it, what it was is that we are two freight trains passing each other in the night on that bit. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> so that's uh, Herman Munster in Pet Cemetery playing a, a judge. Um, yeah, Mister uh, Trotter. Who doesn't love Fred Gwynn? Nobody. Idiots. He's like Sarah Lee. So, but here in. Uh, all right, so I said I had one complaint. I will have two complaints, possibly three. Well, that is... Depending on how much time are we into the show. We're, we're False advertising. We're an hour and five in, so maybe I won't have two complaints. Maybe it'll just be one. Um, but one, the movie is two hours long. Ew. Does it need to be two hours long? No. No, because it was made for children. Here's why. It's made for like 12-year-olds, not really children, like more like tweens. Which is weird because it doesn't quite fit in that whole tween thing. Like part of it feels like it should be a Disney movie. Like it feels mm-hmm. like it should be like an offshoot of Halloween Town. Way too horny for Halloween Town though. So it's weird. Ah. Um so that's it. Oh, nice Delarius sticker. Uh you get a half an hour into it. Aha, can of worms. So problem here is it's an origin story. Origin stories can get fucked. I am tired of them. Do we need to know how Herman Munster was created? No. He's a Frankenstein's monster man. Right. So the the story of this movie, we don't get Herman for 30 minutes. Hmm. 30-ish minutes in, you get Herman. And Herman's backstory is he's created from spare parts, and there are twin brothers. Spoiler alert. Fast forward 30 seconds or don't. It's the fucking monsters. Um, so there are twin brothers. One is a brilliant scientist. The other one is a terrible borscht belt comedian. They are both uh, killed under mysterious circumstances and end up in the same uh, morgue. And then the body snatcher comes and takes the head off. The body snatcher is played by Hurley from Lost. He comes in. He cuts the head off. But what's he do? 
He didn't get the genius's head. He got he got the he got the Abby normal one. He got the Abby normal one because that's new. And then we get Herman Munster out of that, huh. and that is thirty five so, so minutes. The, of that's the movie. How, that's where they got Herman's head from. That's where they got Herman's head from. Oh, interesting. Yep. Early Fox Network jokes. Shout out to William Ragsdale and Yardley Smith. Oh, thank you, Curtis. What, Curtis, what? what oh, he did. Wow. I was gonna say, what's the the deeper cut that I knew the two two people in the cast of Herman's Head, or the fact that you just started doing Herman's? Never mind. Uh so yeah, that was my my one complaint about the monsters. Mm. My number two complaint about the monsters: Herman Munster's voice is too high. Oh. It's too high. <laughs> Yeah, it should be deeper, and, and, and the Herman Munster in this film is very nasally mm. difficult. You know, it, it's it's really too bad, man, that when a new thing is made, that they go back and destroy all of the old things so that you can never see them again. And Kenneth? There are, yes, Matt? There are few things that are constants in life. Uh-huh. Because here's the thing. And, uh, sidebar. Sidebar. Okay. For the okay. listeners. McKenneth, this is just for me and the listeners, okay? So okay, go, uh, I'm go gonna do, I'm gonna step out of the room. Step out of the room for a moment. Thank you, uh, listeners. I, I want you to do me a favor. Now that we're uh, you know an hour ish into this show, um, uh, are, are you still just talking to the listeners? Yes, not you yet. You got to be you got to be off mic for a little bit longer. So if you need to go and and change. I don't have my headphones on. Oh shit, he doesn't have his headphones on. So anyway, so listeners, what you want to do? is anytime you hear us say the phrase here's the thing retroactively take a drink uh, i think we're about up to 74 now i'm scared so the beer review journal oh here's the th- he doesn't have his headphones on so i have no idea how i'm gonna get him back here so the beer review journal is not going to be responsible for your health after you've taken the drink after you we say here's the thing every single time maybe next episode is the way to do that but this one i feel like we use that phrase quite often uh, hey so, Matt. Yes. I, I think I figured out how to how to get my attention and make me come back to the computer. Clap real loud. Uh, just here's what you're gonna do. Okay. Make make the motion like you're trying to make a lady squirt with your with your with your hand. Oh, McKenna's playing air guitar. I don't understand why. You can come back now. Mm, yes. Uh, yeah. So I just told the listeners what they're gonna do. We a little bit of a a, a secret drinking game between. Uh, good old Matt Knotts in the uh, the beer reviewed journal verse. I, I love secrets. Here's the thing about secrets, Matt. Oh goddamn it! What is the thing? I love them. That's good. I'm glad. So anyway, here's the thing about uh, Herman Munster. Okay, voice is too high, but he does the laugh in a really deep voice. Hmm, so that's interesting. So the Herman Munster voice in this new film, um, portrayed by noted actor IMDb, uh, high voice does kind of like a a a. a, a jerry lewis and the nutty professor vibe okay but like yeah uh and then when he does the herman voice he does like the deep ho 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 voice so incongruous Hmm. incongruous bothers me other than that it's fun i enjoyed it i laughed out loud a few times um sylvester mccoy does a great job as igor why is it every time he 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 comes out of his speaking voice into a a a a fucking laugh It, it goes from super high pitch to really low it's Fucking incongruous. Yeah. Don, I was supposed to see those pictures. Um, so, yeah, that's my complaint. Grandpa Munster? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, what about that Sherry Moon zombie? Sherry Moon zombie, as always, serviceable. Yeah. Sherry Moon that's... zombie is an actress in this film, which is what I can say about every appearance she's made on film. She appears in the film. Yes. It's 
fine. It's fine. So yeah, I recommend the, the Munsters. If you've got a kid who's maybe about 10 or up or a really adventurous, uh, potentially damaged eight-year-old, go for it. She's in the movie and she looks good doing it. Yes, can confirm. Uh, Elvira looks great in it, so that's fine. Elvira's always looking good. Yeah. Even at 78 years old or whatever it is at this point. Fantastic. Elvira's great. She is great. She's the best. Have we named all the horror hosts in this episode so far? Sven There he is. God, I love Sven too. Where I am overtaken. This is, I don't decorate outside. I decorate my inside. I'm also overtaken. Um, like when they got to that one shot where he's jumping over the fence and it's like 18 different shots. It's overtaken too. Oh. But yeah, I, I've been doing nothing but watching Halloween specials and trying to make my, my child watch Halloween stuff, which he does not enjoy, but I do it anyway because, you know, you have to scar your ch- children while you can. Yeah, and also fuck kids. Yeah, whatever. Not, 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 not fuck not, kids, but fuck, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right. It was very Sklar Brothers of us. Yeah. It was a punch of popcorn. Anyway. Um, Great episode. Thanks. Worked real hard. Mm-hmm. I could tell. I, uh. I learned how to riff by watching you, Dad. Uh, what else do we want to talk about tonight? We got about a half a beer left worth of show. Uh, I've already finished both of my beers. God damn it. Um, I don't know. The Bills are playing football. Bills are playing football. They're playing good football. They're playing such good football. They're playing such good football. I mean, I was a little disappointed that they lost to the uh, Miami Dolphins Okay. a couple weeks ago. Here's the thing about that game. What you going to do? Uh, Miami played against our practice squad. <coughs> But here's the thing. Our practice squad held them to uh, not a lot of points. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm very sorry about Tua Toggle Viola. Um, yeah. I, I'm very proud of uh, Bill's Mafia for raising money for his charity. Um, Doing right you know. by him, which obviously the organization that he plays for does not. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's a. But the Bills. Uh, but the Bills, yeah. <laughs> I was about to get serious for a second. Thanks for uh, not allowing me to. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. The the uh, here's the thing. Um, Bills have only allowed seven points in the second half this season, and that was uh, against Miami, where they lost. That's a very impressive stat to me, especially considering how much of their defensive line has been injured this season. Um, you know, basically, uh, from week two forward, we've been playing with second and third stringers in a lot of positions um both on offense and defense and they're still doing amazing they are they look fantastic also but as a side note i just want to say when you and i first started hanging out i never thought that we'd be having a really cogent x's and o's football conversation i yeah and it's fucking (laughs) blowing my mind it it is <laughs> mine as well. The, the um, fact that you're able to say, yeah, no, the second and third strings playing really, really well. I'm like, fuck, he, he would have been the, looking at his shoes five years ago. Like, it, this is the thing. Like, so you get to the the postseason last year, uh-huh. where we're talking about the best def, uh, the best defensive line in in football last year. Yeah, the shit that they were letting through in the postseason, or I'm sorry, I'm talking baseball. Uh, that's fine in the playoffs in the postseason in the national football league in the national football league's postseason no mechanically in the, say it with me you got to get the you got to get the timing right so the it's national the national football, football league league right yes. you got to really space it out you should really like make a meal of it the national football league yeah 
No, that was a little too. That wasn't a meal. That was more like the <laughs> just chomping on some <laughs> the afters. <laughs> that old juicy pussy. That um, that was you both had salad for dinner, and now you're seeing what happens afterwards. Yeah. Um, what was I saying about football? Uh, how how the Bills played in the playoffs last year? Yeah. So the shit that they the uh, the defensive line was letting through the audiences uh, at the end of the. Uh, the the playoffs last year yeah compare that to how the uh, defensive line has performed this season it couldn't be more different like von miller is a beast they took the best foot or the, they took the best uh defensive line in the sport and somehow made that best defensive line in the sport look like shit uh-huh well, they are not letting anything through for the most part. I, you know, it, it's it's been a very impressive season on the defensive end, um, which, you know, I, I only started watching this sport two years ago. Uh, this, this is the best and most fun defensive line I have ever watched. In all of the three years you've been watching football. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So uh, here, I'm not going to say it. Here's the thing. Defensively, well, they are one of the best teams I've ever seen. There was the Philadelphia uh defense years ago with uh reggie white and yeah that that team fantastic yeah uh this is close to that for me and uh the defensive line is ridiculous greg russo a couple years from now he will be von miller so von miller is going to retire and then you've got greg russo on the other side as von miller too yeah barring anything apocalyptic happening oh god it's gonna be disgusting yeah no that that's the thing like uh I think you really have to give Von Miller a lot of credit for coming in and, and mentoring uh, a lot of these younger players. Um, Cause I, I mean that that's, he, he's obviously had a, a non-zero impact on the uh, defensive line. Um, it, it's just, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and I mean, he's already gotten like, you know, plenty of sacks. Um, it's just been so much fun to watch this team this fucking year. It's a blast. And and Josh Allen is a fucking alien. Oh my. Yeah. Okay. So first two weeks of the season, I'm watching him and I'm like, where was this Josh in the playoffs last year? He was there. He was perfect all the way through the playoffs last year. I know, but he, he had this tendency to hold onto the ball too long. Yeah. Um, the first two games this year, he's like, you know, he, he comes back a little bit and just, you know, laser beam to whoever he's trying to send it to. Um, this past weekend was a little different story for the first half. Yeah. You know, he's, he's beaming it to, uh, the other team a couple of times. I saw somebody do a highlight video and they're like, so Josh Allen decided they fucked up the coin toss and just gave the Ravens the ball back anyway. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, that sounds right. Yeah. But, um, for the, you know, they, they turned it around that, that I I was, (laughs) it's funny. We were, I I was at work and the game was on. So I was watching as much of it as I could when it was not busy. Right. Um, somebody that we work with is a a big bills fan. He was not there that day. Uh, so I went over to one of our coworkers and I was just like, Oh, is, is he off today? Uh, I hope he's not like at home watching this or I hope he didn't, you know, like waste a, a vacation day to stay home and watch this game. Cause man, this yeah. is brutal. That first half was so fucking bad. It was like 2018 bills. It was rough. <laughs> you know what? You know what the person told me? What? No, he's at the game. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I was like, oh, God, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know how I'm going to, like, say hi to this guy when he comes back. And then the second half happened. It was like, oh, there's the bills from the first two weeks. Yeah. There's 2022 bills. It's not that first year where it was god awful. Um, yeah. So they're such a fun team to watch play. And like, oh god, it's good. Yeah. I I will always I will always bleed Kelly Green, but I will also always bleed Jim Kelly. Like I I am I am the worst kind of football fan because I have a favorite AFC and NFC team. Oh yeah. 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 So Uh, that's how I am in baseball. Um, But uh, I'm, I'm hoping to get to that point in, in football. Who, who, who are Vikings NFC? Please don't like the Vikings. Why? You'll break your own heart. If you like the Vikings, the Vikings have been dog shit for as long as I've been alive. That was actually when I, uh, a couple years back, like when my father-in-law was still alive um, and I was joking about getting into football, Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'll be a Vikings fan because I can pretend that the Viking is Thor and they're dog shit. So like, <laughs> I won't have to watch very close. <coughs> so come be an Eagles fan with me and Huntone. Oh yeah. Um, well, they're, they're doing okay this season, aren't they? You just have to wait for them to lose a couple games because if you all of a sudden start to be a fan of the, the team that's unbeaten... You're a real piece of shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like here, it's fine because it's where you live. So it's like, oh yeah, you're just supporting, you know. Yeah, I'm supporting the home team. The, and, the home team. And, and as a as anybody who uh, is like, oh wow, McKenneth, you're into the Bills, huh? And I have to explain, I am now. Um, two years ago, I was not. Um, but I, I really like like Buffalo is my favorite beer city. Yeah. So that's why I picked Buffalo. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's uh, and COVID gave us all a bunch of time to watch football. Oh boy, howdy did it! So <laughs> that's that's the other half of the conversation is is uh, yeah, no. Over the last couple of years, they got really into beer and also football because there was no live or there was no new television. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah, that's how that works. So congratulations on that, and congratulations to the Buffalo Bills for being the best team in the AFC East. Yeah, I said it, Miami. You didn't fucking beat anybody. Yeah. All you did was beat your quarterback's brain into mush. That's all you did. Good gravy. Like, um, anyway, yeah. I don't want to spend too much time on that. No. And also, you know, we, I'm going to say it. Um, you know, uh, I hope Jan- I hope Mac Jones uh, gets better soon. Fuck McCorkle. Um, you know, that's his full name, right? McCorkle. Yes. It's not. I swear to God. Google it right now. I am Googling it right now. If I'm wrong. I will buy all the beer for the show for the rest of the year. Oh, well, that's probably going to happen anyway. Yeah, probably. This is why I don't feel bad about that six pack anymore, because I feel like I've made up for it. Michael. Michael Jones. What's his middle name? McCorkle. (laughs) You motherfucker. You motherfucker, you. Love that Mario trailer. Uh, Oh, actually, you know what? I've watched it like four times. I've watched it like it looks really good. Oh God! It looks really good. Yeah, but I hate Chris Pratt. So I don't. I I know I'm supposed to. That's fine. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Jesus Christ! People are going to be blind drunk by the end of this. Here's the thing. I know I'm supposed to, but the reasons that I'm supposed to, I feel like in this particular case are kind of weak. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, but you know, I, I get why people don't. Um, religion is an interesting thing, Matt. I don't care about the religion thing. I just think he's a turd. I don't think he's a turd. I think that, uh, if I'm going to start thinking that everybody who gets cast in everything is a turd, like whatever. Out of all the Chris's, he is the least. That's probably true. Yeah. I I love me some Chris Pine. I love Chris Evans. I I like Chris Pratt a lot. 
Chris Hemsworth. Is that oh, one? he's great too. Yeah, right. he's on my T-shirt right now. I see. It's a Thor T-shirt. Yeah, you, and that's the one you didn't mention. So I mean, yeah. I felt I didn't need to. Chris Walken. No. Chris P. Cream. <sighs> Chris Everett. Here, so King of the Chris's. I'm King of the Chris's, everybody. I'm King of the Chris's. If I just all of a sudden decided that every single person who has an imaginary friend that lives in the sky and decides, you know, what happens to you after you die was a bad person to be around, you know, I'd be writing off half the population of the planet. I, um, I'm past that point. I just think he's kind of a turd. I don't enjoy his work. I think. And here's the thing. And I'm afraid it's going to happen to Camille. I'm so ha- I'm so afraid it's going to happen to Camille. I'm so afraid it's going to happen to Camille. As soon as he got ripped for um, Star Guy in um, Guardians mm-hmm. of the Thingy, um, he got kind of boring. Mm. And I'm afraid it's going to happen to Camille. I don't want it to happen to Camille. Well, Camille was in the worst, worst Marvel movie. But he was only in it for like a cup of coffee. He was only in there for like five minutes. He he was also like the um, chicken shittest character. Yeah. Like, if... <laughs> If I were Kumail, I would have, you know, been reading that script and got to the point where it's like, oh, my guy decides that the only way to win is to not play. I don't know, guys. He likes war games. Like, total chicken shit character. Sure. You know what movie he's great in? The Big Sick? Stuber. Uh, You know what? I actually enjoy that one. You know who's also great in that? And is basically great in everything that he does, including the... uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and other Marvel movies. Dave Bautista is a king among men. He is great. And I, I love that he takes like absolutely zero shit on Twitter. Yeah. Dave Bautista is great. It's also, like him and Steve, uh, Stevie Van Zandt. <laughs> also, you'll be happy to hear this. Giant hog. Uh, well, yeah, obviously. Massive hog, as I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Big, big old dick. Massive hog. Everybody that's, that, that knows tells you. Dave Bautista, mm-hmm. massive hog. Good for him. My, so, mine's perfectly average. Yeah, good for you. I'm yeah. glad. Well, I think that just about does it. Um, yeah, I, I think so. So, um, hey, let's talk a little bit briefly about social media. The social meds. It's a plague on humanity, but we have them. Um, we are at Beer Review Journal on Instagram, at Beer Review JNL on Twitter. He's at Dreaded Matt on those. I'm at McKenneth Blue on those. Check out the other Lunchador podcasts at Lunchador Pod on Twitter and at, at Lunchador Podcasts on Instagram. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out briefly, very briefly. Here's the thing. Matt is That's one me. of my best friends. You're one of my best friends, bud. And he has a film festival. He does. Uh, it's the Anomaly Film Festival, the genre film festival in Rochester, New York. It's being uh, held at the historic Little Theater this uh, month of November. November 3rd through the 6th, my friend. At the historic Little Theater, just a stone's throw away from where Kill em All was recorded. In beautiful um, Rochester, New York. Not true. Kill em All was not recorded at Dejalon. But it was close. However, anyway. most of Jodeci's work was recorded at Dejalon, and that's what counts. Also, Kid Rock recorded there. Oh, fuck that guy. And uh, Missy Elliott, which is way cooler. Yeah. We're shaming him, him, and him, yeah, it. So, but yeah, so we're at the uh, the historic little theater in beautiful Rochester, New York, November 3rd through the 6th. We just released a trailer with our first four films. Uh, we've got a documentary about uh, Chucky from Child's Play and the Mancini family. That's number one. 
Number two. We've got Hucera, which is a really, really great uh, Mexican body horror film about the uh, mental and, and physical impacts that getting pregnant can have on a woman. Uh, number three. Leonor Will Never Die, uh, which is a really super interesting action dramedy about uh, an old woman who ends up in a coma. She's a, a, a screenwriter. She's in a coma, and she ends up being an actress in uh, or a participant in some of the movies that she uh, she made. And then number four, Heebie-Jeebie TV. Now, Heebie-Jeebie TV right now out of the four that we've announced might be my favorite. Hmm. And I will tell you why. Why? Do you like this show? Mm, sometimes. Do you like the irreverent humor that we have in this show? Yes. Do you like horror? Yes. Imagine the irreverent humor of the Beer Review Journal coupled with horror and a love of 90s television. All wrapped up in a package and presented to you by a, a drag queen from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Oh, good. A drag queen. I was going to say, with the 90s aspect, I was like, oh, what about the gay panic? Now, you know, probably included. Yeah. So it's heebie-jeebie TV. Uh, it's fantastic. We we watched it. It's one of the, the few that, that Anomaly all got together in the same room to watch. And... We laughed so hard. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll fudge your undies. Uh, it's Heebie-Jeebie TV uh, featuring Onyx the Fortuitous Ooh. of internet fame. I love Onyx the Fortuitous. Andrew Bowser pops up in this, uh, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's Notice uh, me, senpai. Yep. Notice me. He's in it. Yeah, he's, he's wonderful, as is, uh, I want to say it's Knucklehead, I want to say, is the drag queen. Um, <laughs> they're great. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we were howling laughing. And uh, yeah, if you want to see a good horror comedy. And uh, more to come. And there's one announcement that we haven't made yet that I can't make here. Aw. But, but, but. It, is, it is an announcement. And I don't, I don't feel bad saying it. It's an announcement that will rock the Rochester film community. Oh, wait. Do I actually know what this is already? No. No? Because you told me a cool thing. No, but it's going to rock the Rochester film community, and it's going to rock you when you find out what it is. Uh, it's it's going to rock you. It's only at Anomaly this year, and it's something it's gonna that rock you. beyond excited for us to do. Tonight! Along with all the usual shenanigans and, uh, and, and fun that Anomaly brings you, one of the coolest t-shirts that, that Megan Murphy has ever, uh, ever designed. I, I, I do love that t-shirt. It's so goddamn good. Uh, you can get it right now at AnomalyFilmFest.com. Uh, you can get your your pass for... Let me get the pricing on this just to make sure, because I can't believe we priced it the way we did. It, it is such a bargain. So your early ghoul pass, $95 for four days worth of movies. Sh ah! Shorts, features, four days at the little theater, the, the big theater out in front, the one that with the really, really good popcorn. Or if you want Megan's shirt along with that, $120 will get you that. And Megan outdid herself with this t-shirt. It is my favorite Anomaly t-shirt we've done. It, it's little skulls that are popcorn. She's been talking about doing this shirt since year one, year four. She she delivered and holy shit. That's what's, that's what's possibly most impressive to me, Matthew. A lot of things last one 
maybe two years. This this anomaly film festival is ready to go to preschool. It's true. It's true. Our good friends at, at, at uh, well, I won't get into that. I won't get into that. We got to leave you wanting. But go to anomalyfilmfest.com. Grab your grab your pass. Everything in there right now. A- Adam, uh, if you listen to Anomaly Presents, Adam Lubito is our, our programming director. He finds the best movies in the world, and they're all coming to you for possibly the only time it'll ever show in a theater in Rochester. So don't miss out. This is true. Um, we're going to all... get McKenna to come to a show this year. Possibly. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, so, yeah, check that totally out. Check out the other shows at uh, the Lunch Door Podcast Network. We've got a lot. Anomaly Presents, Punches and Popcorn. Uh, at, at some point, we'll have new episodes from uh, Mimosas with My Besties. Um, what else? Mind of Magnus Archives. The, the uh, Caleb versus self archives until Caleb makes a new one, which should come soon. I think we we're just talking I think about so. that the other day. He's, he, you know, he's had some changes uh, going on, move and uh, change in, in, in job. Uh, so, you know, I'm excited you got to get he- into a new routine. I'm excited to hear the, the, the new insights that he's got after all these changes. And did yeah, we I'm mention food about changes? Food about town with Chris Lindstrom, the five time best podcast in Rochester, New York winner. So good they retired the trophy. Yeah, like like uh, Michael Jordan's number, uh, no good anymore. Michael Phelps' speedo. <laughs> uh, you, you finally popped me. It took me two fucking hours. Jesus Christ. Um, hey, we so have so glad you're song. finally drunk to think I'm funny. We have a we have a song that we put at the beginning and the end of our show. It's called "I Feel Good." It's by Erling. Go check that totally out, please do. And from all of us here at the Beer Review Journal, uh, we want to remind you to try everything. We didn't do Oktoberfest this year. We we did a, a stout and a, a black IPA instead. Try those. I think we have one more episode this month, don't we? Yeah, we totally do. But is, that that's that the that's beers? the one that you hate. Yeah, Fuck that's the Halloween me running. Beers. Hey, be sure to check that out in a couple weeks, motherfuckers. God damn it. I'm so miserable about that. Oh, my goodness. We should just let things go now. I'm an important British actor. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. We hope you have enjoyed. Cheerio!